This is Lighthouse 112, the podcast from the Superintendent of Schools in the North Shore School District 112. We're a pre-K through 8 public school district in Northeast Illinois. This podcast is a source of information about the school district, its leadership, its teachers, its students, and its community. It's another source of updates and an additional source of news regarding the changing narrative of public education. Inspire, innovate, engage. In this episode of the Lighthouse 112 podcast, we're going to be sharing information from a recent school board meeting, which was a committee of the whole focused on the story and journey of teaching and learning in North Shore School District 112. So I'll be uh, sharing some excerpts of actual presentation from uh, Dr. Kevin Ryan, Assistant Superintendent for Teaching and Learning, Dr. Leah Kimmelman, Director of Teaching and Learning, Ms. Lindsay Rose, Director of Language Programs, Mr. Jason Williams, Coordinator for Teaching and Learning, and Dr. Eleni Speron of the ECRA Group, a partner uh, affiliate of the School District 112 working on data and analytics. Essentially, the story that we're here to tell is the story of a school district in a refocus and rebuilding mode in the area of teaching and learning. This is school year 2019-20, and um, the time of recording, we're in October of 2019, so we've just finished the first quarter of the year. 2018-19, last year, was the first year of implementation of guaranteed and viable curriculum consistent across the district in the area of English language arts, kindergarten through fifth grade, Spanish language arts, kindergarten through fifth grade, mathematics, kindergarten through fifth grade. In addition, it was the first full year of implementation of middle school English language arts. At the middle school level, we've been piloting in social studies and science and in mathematics. And this year, 2019-20, is the first year of a consistent and guaranteed middle school math program. It is the first year of a middle school social studies program, second year of English language arts, first year of world language programming in Spanish and French, and we're doing other work throughout the district. The bottom line is there's been a lot of changes in District 112. Our teachers have been working real hard with the administrative team on learning how to use the resources, on learning how to pace the materials, and learning what it means to be turning into a school system with guaranteed and viable curriculum focused on high reliability and using best practices. What's neat about this year, 2019-20, it's the second year of full-day kindergarten, the first year with instructional coaches, and um, early results on performance and growth of our students is indicating positive trends, meaning the work we're doing, the money we're investing, the time we're spending is having positive results, and we're real proud of that. So during this podcast episode, I'm going to share excerpts of the presentation from our teaching and learning department, and then I'll close with some other information. As always, we appreciate people subscribing to Lighthouse 112. We appreciate people focusing on our inspirational, innovative, and engaging journey of leadership. And we really want to emphasize this is a journey, not an event. And we are on the right path back to um, consistent curriculum for all students and growth and achievement for all students. 
Right now, we are addressing our reality, as we have been doing for the past two years, that we needed some significant course corrections in the area of teaching and learning because the district had fallen off the path of aligned curriculum and curriculum focused on the best practices and the best needs for all children. We're real proud to share with you our journey on teaching and learning. Thanks so much for tuning in.
school year 2018-2019, professional learning centered around implementing our new core resources in the areas of mathematics, language arts, and some of the other areas that Dr. Kimmelman mentioned. This year, we're focusing on developing and supporting our new instructional coaching program. Research has confirmed that the most impactful professional learning that we can provide to our teachers is the ability to receive job-embedded professional development through this instructional coaching. Coaches are continuing the professional learning that has occurred over the past two years, but in a more traditional means. Instead of being pulled out of the classroom to learn together, to eventually transfer that learning and new ideas to their classrooms, coaches work with teachers within their own classrooms, with the focus areas being around that cooperative learning and student engagement, data-informed instructional planning, and effectively utilizing our core resources that were adopted. Our upcoming area of focus is on the development and use of a common instructional framework that houses research-based high-leverage instructional strategies. This instructional framework will give us a common language and approach to identifying exceptional teaching strategies which ensure all students have the opportunity to learn, make academic growth, and meet grade-level standards. We're excited about collaboratively developing this framework with our teachers, implementing it district-wide, and including a process for revision and expansion. This instructional framework is just one of the pieces that fits into greater systems and structures in our district. that uh, all students have equitable access 
uh, an opportunity to learn rigorous content. That it's not up to um, you know what the teacher finds, but that we it's up to what the state has defined as these are the learning standards for each grade level, and that we support them uh, by giving them the curricular resources that they need in order to help those students meet those standards. Uh, guaranteed curriculum promotes equity, giving all children the opportunity to learn essential uh, outcomes. So it's not about you know a particular uh, student subgroup, it's about, you know or student group. It's about all children, all meeting all. Uh, without fidelity, student outcomes would vary from classroom to classroom, from building to building, depending on what was done in each of those buildings. And really for a curriculum to be viable, there must be adequate time uh, for teachers to teach the content and for students to learn the content. Selective enrollment lottery process. 
And this is just foundational. This is what good dual language programs need to be sustained and to be successful. And then the third shift we made in dual language was to implement a two-teacher model in grades three through five. Um, this was to increase our hiring flexibility, and while we still prioritize hiring bilingual dual language teachers, we've already reaped the benefits of this flexibility and currently have hired uh, a number of teachers who are ESL-endorsed English monolingual speakers into our dual language program. So we're continuing to refine our structure to ensure that we have supportive and collaborative culture, effective teaching in every classroom, and a guaranteed and viable curriculum. These will always be our priorities. They will always need to be sustained and refined, but they won't go away. Um, looking ahead, our team has already identified some more areas for focus. That includes the redesign of the middle school schedule and also a standards-based assessment and grading project in conjunction with a report card redesign. Our overarching goal in teaching and learning obviously is improving learning for all students. In all of our areas tonight you've seen that word all reiterated multiple times, professional learning for all, curriculum for all, but we cannot and will not ignore the urgency to address the opportunity gap for our at-risk student groups including Latino and low-income students. Um, we're framing this terminology as an opportunity gap for a number of reasons, but primarily because the onus is on us. It's on us as a school system to provide increased opportunities for student success. Um, and it's also important before we dive into the data with Eleni in a little bit, um, that we acknowledge that the outcomes on standardized tests for marginalized student groups do not fully represent the efforts, abilities, or strengths of these students or their families. Um, but we have to raise our expectations, right? We have to have high expectations, and we know our students can reach those bars. Um, and we have to make sure our students have equitable opportunities. So we're gonna look at this little graph here. One thing we've done over the past two years as a teaching and learning team um, is really maintained um, an emphasis on eliminating barriers, providing equitable opportunities, and increasing expectations for at-risk students. Um, just as this graph demonstrates, equal is not always equitable, right? Giving everyone the same leaves those already with societal advantages ahead and those facing barriers such as poverty, race, language, behind. Some of our students need more and we recognize this. We strive to be mindful of systemic barriers, um, remove them where we can, and support our students and families in obtaining educational liberation. One of the ways that we've actually been able to do this, to provide that more, that extra, is through leveraging our federal and state grant funding. So one, one of the grants that Lindsay and I oversee is Title I. And Title I is federal funding that is allocated to our district for the specific purpose of disrupting that opportunity gap of our low-income students. And in our district, we operate three Title I school-wide programs at Red Oak, Oak Terrace, and Northwood. And as Lindsay referenced, our priority in utilizing those funds is to leverage that money to ensure equity in learning and engagement for our students and families of those three buildings. 
in the last two years, uh, we have concentrated our funds on four major priorities. The first of which is empowering our Title I principals to identify those equity opportunities in their schools so that when we manage that funding, we can use it for the sole purpose of changing that opportunity gap extending the school day through after-school intervention for students who have been identified as academically at risk, extending the school year through a K-8 Title I summer school program that has served more than 200 students in each of the last two years, and increasing our parents' engagement through family engagement nights and through the hiring of a family engagement specialist. Um, we also leverage Title III funding and Title III funds are specifically allocated to support English language learners and their families. Um, we use these funds, and we're allowed to use these funds to provide professional learning to the teachers who serve English learners, um, to purchase culturally and linguistically responsive and relevant materials, and to fund the work of our bilingual parent advisory committee. Um, one example of how we've used Title III funds this year um, is at Northwood, uh, junior high. Uh, we commissioned the work of a nationally recognized consultant, Andrea Honingspell, um, who's providing our Northwood teachers with ongoing job embedded professional development regarding instructional practices to best meet the needs of English learners. Um, looking ahead, we're also exploring some new grant funding sources. Uh, there is a grant called the Immigrant Education Grant, um, and that could be used to support the influx of new families that we've received. Um, over the last 12 months, we've had about 35 new-to-the-country families enroll in our district um, from Nicaragua, El Salvador, Honduras, Guatemala, Mexico, just to name a few. Um, and it's really critical that we support these families, families in successfully transitioning into our community and into our schools. Um, our BPAC, our Bilingual Parent Advisory Group, in conjunction with Luisa Lara Espinosa, who is our Title I Family Engagement Specialist, who Leah mentioned earlier, um, is working on a program right now that's very exciting. It's called the Community Conductors Program. And the goal is to partner existing families with newly arrived families to create more of a holistic and comprehensive network of support um, and to make sure that we're welcoming people with open arms. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Um, I'm about to share an excerpt of my opening, actually, from the board meeting, and then uh, the segment will close. For more information, please visit our website, www.nsst112.org. Uh, reach out to us via Twitter or Facebook. And um, thanks for allowing us to inspire, innovate, and engage here in North Shore School District 112. Mr. President, members of the board, Dr. Ryan, together with Mrs. Rose, Dr. Kimmelman, Mr. Williams, and Dr. Sparon from ECRA Group, will present to the board on uh, where we are in our journey of meeting the needs of all students. It's an exciting time. It is um, all about improving learning for all. They are the bread and butter, so to speak, of the school district, um, uh, as if we were a bakery, and those were the main staples, uh, teaching and learning. We are very proud to share with you in a deep dive, which is something that members of the board had discussed with me about ways in which we can use our time 
to go beyond uh, short sort of pressured presentations where we have to have action. Instead, can we spend some time at a committee meeting where we're able to take a, a limited agenda items, in this case a singular agenda item, and really do a deep dive and have an opportunity for a thoughtful presentation, which you're about to see and hear, and then have an opportunity for an open dialogue and sort of a robust Q&A. Um, briefly, and these folks will, will, will do an excellent job of sharing with you briefly, this is year one of implementation of certain elements of guaranteed and viable curriculum. This is year one of certain elements of consistent expectations as a unified school district with respect to teaching and learning pre-K grades eight. This is year two with some additional elements that they'll go into the details. Now I pause because it's year one and year two of certain initiatives. We're really proud to have this presentation, which is a deep dive on teaching and learning, as our journey is emerging, as our systems and structures are embryonic, as the steps we've taken or interventions have just begun. Three years ago, Dr. Ryan became the assistant superintendent for teaching and learning. It was under, yes, three years? Two years, two years and two months ago, he became the assistant superintendent. And it was under a different superintendency. It was uh, interim superintendents, and there were some different board members. We like to change fast here in North Shore School District 112. And tonight you're going to see some stories of great pride, some stories of sobering realities, and some stories of how we're going to continue to make improvements so every child under our care is equipped with a teacher under our care who is supported to work with principals under our care in a school system under our care that is moving forward where students achieve at the highest of levels and where they grow at the highest of levels and regardless of what box you check to designate the group in which a child is or finds himself, they will have opportunities to have equitable access to excellent educational opportunities at every school. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Kevin Ryan and his team are going to present to you right now. Thank you very much. You can look at the monitors. Thank you for listening to Lighthouse 112, the podcast from the Superintendent of Schools in the North Shore School District 112. We're a PK-8 public school district in Northeast Illinois. This podcast is a source of information about the school district, its leadership, its teachers and students, and its community. It's another source of updates and an additional source of news regarding the changing narrative of public education. Inspire, innovate, and engage. This podcast can be listened to and heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, and other sources are being added all the time. Please check back and subscribe to us to stay current with what's going on in North Shore School District 112. Please also visit our website at www.nssd112.org. Thank you so much for listening and for your interest.